is Friday, May 20th, 2022, and welcome to Matt's World. I am Matthew Burris, and of course, it is Fun Day Friday here on Matt's World, where it's my world and you all just live in it. And of course, as you notice, well, you've noticed two things. One, the cover picture is of this very beautiful lady with a gorgeous smile. Who is she? I will talk about that more in a minute. And the second thing you've noticed is the intro to USA's Kung Fu Theater, which used to come on the USA Network back in the days. And everyone talks about how on Saturday afternoons, you know, like after the cartoons and stuff, they would play Kung Fu Theater. Of course, Kung Fu Theater would come on at 1 p.m. and then it would come on again at 11 p.m. And of course, a lot of people watch the great Kung Fu movies of the 70s and 80s. And of course, uh, I I was a little bit too young for Kung Fu Theater, but I did watch a lot of martial arts films thanks to Blockbuster. And of course, thanks to my brother, of course. And we're about to get into that. But first, we have the kombucha of the day. Yep, the kombucha of the day. And the kombucha of the day is Passion Fruit Tangerine by HealthAid Kombucha. And this is another one of my favorites. And let me tell you something. I am not a big fan of tangerine. I mean, I, I don't like tangerine juice. I don't... Uh, um, you know, it's just a bit too uh, sour for me, but I do love uh, passion fruit, and passion fruit is uh, definitely, definitely good. I'm about to open this right now. Yep, and it's only 70 calories here. Yep, it's 70 calories, so that's pretty healthy. This bad boy up. Pour in. There we go. Cheers. That is some good kombucha. And now we are going to get in to our Friday female of the day. And the lady that you're looking at right there on the cover, that is one Anitra Barnes, AKA Sansi. Yeah. Uh, my girl Sansi. I mean, I've talked about her on my Enter the Batcave podcast. I've talked about her on this podcast as well. And she has um, been a very, very dear friend of mine. I've known her for about, I think about a year and a half now. Um, she is, um, well, she's a very lovely lady. 
She is um, originally from Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore, Maryland. And now she resides in Virginia. She is the CEO of merchandise at her store. At the store she works at. But she also tutors college kids. And she also helps people with their uh, social media as well. And... She's also going to be um, pretty soon attending college to get her a degree in business. And she's also the mother of three kids. Um, one of her kids, Mercedes, her firstborn, uh, she actually had her when she was 20, if, if you can believe it or not. And they are such twins, you know, if you look at them. You know, I mean, she, they are such twins. And... You know, her kids are, um, are of mixed race. Uh, they're half black and half white. And actually, one of them, um, whose name I'm not going to say, uh, is actually gay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that alone makes her the, um, the Friday female of the day. But also because um, she has gotten me through a lot of tough times. And I've also... Um, talk with her because she's also gone through some tough times. I mean, 2000, um, 2022 has really uh, kicked both our asses. I mean, more, more so my ass. And because I've also, um, you know, I've, um, I found out that a mutual friend of ours, um, doesn't um, want anything to do with me. I mean, she doesn't. She doesn't hate me, but uh, she. J but um, I did something stupid, and you know, and I mean, I'm sorry. I'm forever, forever, ever, ever sorry. Um. But you know, I mean, I try to make amends and. She clearly is not, um, she's clearly not into it, and, you know, it hurts, you know, it still hurts, but, um, but I have to, um, I have to respect that, and Sansi, she has, uh, talked me through it, you know, she said that, um, you know, people come into your life for a reason and a season, and this is that season. And she says, you know, you're very, you know, she told me that, you know, she will, I mean, she says that I'm a very nice person, and that's helped a lot. So, um, yeah, I mean, so I'm, sorry, I get a little choked up because it's, um, You know, because it's, um, because this was a good friend of mine and, um, I didn't want it to end that way, but, you know, um, but this woman has really got me through it. I mean, she, and also, you know, like she is a boss, you know, I mean, she is definitely a boss, you know, she carries herself like a boss. She's, you know, she's smart, she's beautiful. I mean, on top of that, raising three kids, I mean, um.
I mean, she is excellent. You know, I mean, in fact, uh, yeah, she also has the sassiness of a black lady, too. You know, I mean, I always say that, um, you know, she's a black girl in a white girl's, um, in a white girl's body. <laughs> and she has been very supportive. And, you know, especially when I, um, you know, when I quit drinking, she was um, very supportive. I me, she says, you know, I'm very proud of you. And, you know, whenever I post, you know, you know, how long I've been sober for, you know, she's always very proud of me. And, and she's also, um, you know, she's also supported me through some other times, you know, like the time on, um, you know, like the time that I had a mental breakdown in the summer and I had to go to our hospital and she was there for me and you know she continued to support me and, and I remember because like um also when you graduate from there you know once your time is up there um you know they give you a diploma and I remember uh showing the diploma on my personal page you know at Matthew Barris on Instagram and I said you know this you know this diploma is as much um yours as it is mine, you know, her and, you know, our mutual friend, and they said, you know, we're so proud of you, and, and what have you, and I cannot, um, you know, I cannot thank her enough, so, Anitra Barnes, aka Sansi, if you're listening to this, thank you, and I love you, girl, and now, we're going to get into some martial arts fight scenes. Allow me to demonstrate the skill of Shaolin, the special technique of shadow So the first martial arts movie fight scene here is we're going to see the infamous Japanese dojo fight between Bruce Lee and these Japanese students from Fist of Fury, a.k.a. The Chinese Connection. I'm watching it right here on my YouTube here. Oh, gotta go past, of course, this uh, one ad here on YouTube. Yeah, it's almost over. And, oh, we got another ad. Ah, damn it, son of a bitch. No one cares. Jeez, I want to get to my fucking video here. Finally. Alright. And we see the, um, the Japanese students here. They're doing here... It was supposed to be dojo, I mean judo, but um, it's really supposed to be, um, you know, all sorts of Japanese martial arts, you know, karate, judo, jujitsu, aikido, you know, that sort of thing. And here we see Bruce coming in. He has the 
gift that they sent him at the funeral that Chinese are sick men of Asia. Here he comes right here. He goes, Mr. Suzuki. Is it he or chief? Chief? And then, of course, he reveals that he's going to return this. And, of course, um, in the United States, this is known as the Chinese Connection, while the big boss was known as uh, Fist of Fury. And the reason for that was because there was a mix-up of the movies, you know, of the titles. And, actually, uh, the big boss was supposed to be... Um, and, of course, the Big Boss was just supposed to be called the Big Boss. And, you know, instead it was called uh, Fist of Fury. And they call it the Chinese Connection, as in, like, the French Connection with uh, Gene Hackman. Of course, um, this has nothing to do with... Yeah, also, uh, the, the Big Boss was also supposed to be called the Chinese Connection, as because it dealt with drugs. So, the rest, as they say, is history. Here's the one guy going up to Bruce. So you want to good you are. Well, you must be tired of living. <laughs> well, fight alone. We're all together. It'll just take me to show you. Bam! Backfist. Come from behind. Ooh! Right! And, uh... Dojo balls. And here comes the next contender. And now he steps up. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, gets flipped. Oh, yeah. And I like the way Bruce walks, too. You know, he's just walking, you know, slowly. It's like you can tell, like, oh, he's about to fuck some shit up right here. Surrounded. Now, this is pretty cool right here. You know, like, all these guys are surrounding him. And then... Whoop! He just does a pose. They all stop. And he's taking time to... You know, unbutton his shirt. <laughs> this almost kind of reminds me of when... In, um... The Transporter, when, um... You know, Jason Statham, you know, he's about to fight. And he goes, hey! Just took this out to dry clean us. <laughs> you know, he takes off his shirt. And now, he's taking it off. And here we go. I mean, he's just kicking some ass here now. Just come from behind. Oh, punch him in the gut. Goes one dude. Oh, punch in the gut. Oh, elbow to the gut. Kicks one dude in the face. Try to come from behind. Nope. Throw. Back body drop. Kick. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, double fist. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Throws one dude. Oh, and he, he grabs these two dudes and he just swings around. Round and around and around they go. Where they go, nobody cares. Oh. Kick, punch. Oh, one dude from behind kicks him in. Oh, he got the nunchucks. Yeah, this was the first Bruce Lee movie to have uh, nunchucks. 
And he was actually introduced to the nunchucks by Danny Nisoto, his um, his protege. He actually thought they looked stupid, but then he worked out with them and thought, oh, these are very nice. Oh, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, my brother actually had a pair of nunchucks. He still does to this day, actually. <laughs> he used to whack me with those. Of course, it wasn't... Of course, the nunchucks he had were soft padded. They weren't like the the hard ones because uh, the real hard ones, as we see blood coming out of one dude's head, they really sting like a son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, because of Bruce Lee, nunchucks are now pretty popular. <laughs> and the nunchucks are actually a Japanese uh, martial arts weapon, and they were used to uh, whack beads in the in the fields of Japan. Yeah, most of the Japanese uh, weapons were used um, for almost like farming tools, and they were used to combat the um, they were used to combat the the samurai sword. I just love that part where he was making it, hitting all their feet. He's like, dance, motherfuckers, dance! Dance, dance, dance! <laughs> One dude tries to go for the sword. And then there's the... The big fat dude here. Yeah, he's supposed to, you know, be the big... I guess the second uh, big badass here. As we see him... Uh, Get onto the mat and ah, damn it, got another video freaking ad. Uh, jeez. Okay, I'm seriously considering going to YouTube Prime. I, I can't keep doing dealing with all these fucking commercials here. Ah, shit. Up oh, there we go. Now Bruce goes away and nunchucks. It's like, oh okay. And look, he's just posing right there. He's folding his arm. Arms, he's just like, okay, let's see what you got. And you can tell on the look on this dude, he is he is scared to death. He doesn't know what to expect, but he's trying not to show any fear. Oh, yeah. Oh, punch. Oh! Oh, yeah. You don't know... You don't dead now. Oh, oh! Take some kicks. Throws. Ooh. Take kicks. Oh. Oh, judo throw. And Bruce just lands on his feet like a cat. Oh, that was awesome. Goes for the punch. Nope. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, goes for a kick. Oh, flips Bruce. Tries to stomp. Nope. Gets tripped up. Oh, goes for the flying kick. He misses, but... Oh, side kick. And I used to love this right here. When you do the side kick and go right into the camera, you know... Oh, man, that was a cool effect. He also did it in uh, Return of the Dragon as well. Oh. Now they go outside and... Oh, the John Wayne-type punches. You know, rail back and boom, boom. Oh, yeah. Oh, good old kick in the butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your ass just got whooped. And now here's the infamous line. Listen closely. Now you listen to me. I'll only say once. We are not the 
Yeah. They, I heard that when people in the theater saw that, you know, um, the people in Hong Kong, they actually applauded that. You know, because, um, you know, to show that Chinese, they were not sick men. You know, a lot of pride in their country. And now... Well, breaks the glass. Now he's telling him to come on over. Yep. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. As they say here in the States. Stupid prizes, they get to eat paper. Listen to this. I think I'd much rather eat paper than glass. <laughs> oh yeah, I do not want to eat glass. And now we're going to get into our next martial arts fight scene. And this one is actually from the first Mortal Kombat movie. This is Liu Kang versus Reptile. Here. And yeah, this was um yeah, this was my all time favorite fight scene in the movie. Yeah, I mean you know, because of the music, you know that you know that and we see Johnny Cage and Luke Kang. They're in Outworld, they're trying to rescue um Sonya. Yep. And then we take a look there at the castle. Let's see. One of Guru. <laughs> yep. All the statues. And. You know, I mean, the first Mortal Kombat movie, I mean, I actually liked it as a kid. And I still like it to this day. I mean, not a whole lot of people like it, but I actually liked it. And I actually liked Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I mean,. The graphics suck ass, but it, we still had a lot of great uh, action fight scenes in there. And I actually like the new Mortal Kombat movie that came out, too. And they're already working on the sequel, and Johnny Cage is going to be in there. And I love Johnny Cage. He's my all-time favorite character, both the video games and the movies. Liu Kang senses that he's being watched. And there is Reptile. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he throws him right there into this statue. Oh. And here it comes. Yeah, I just love it. Right here. The thing uh, changes, and he goes, Reptile. Dropkick. Oh, right to the wall. By the way, uh, Robin Chu is the one who plays uh, Liu Kang. Uh, 
Yeah, he actually uh, was in uh, Tiger Cage 2 with, um, with Donnie Yen. And, of course, he would later on go on to be a martial arts instructor for um, Mila Jovovich. Oh. Throw some in. Oh! Ooh, ooh. Oh, some good kicks there. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Reptile, I mean, he is tough. Man, I mean, I mean, he is, in this movie, he's a lot tougher than Sub-Zero and um, Scorpion because it's like, it's hard to keep him down, you know? Just when you think you got him, he just keeps coming back and coming back, you know? I mean, he's just relentless in this one. I mean, he's giving Liu Kang a, a run for his money here. Oh, good spin kick. Oh, sweeping spin kick. Ooh, 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 oh, look at train shots here. I mean, this is phenomenal. Watch this. He's on the swinging thing. This is with that. Oh, there's the feet. And then Liu Kang goes for Hunan Rana. Little WWE move there. Let's kick. Oh. Oh, thrown. Oh. Jumping spin kick. Right into the wall goes Liu Kang. Is Reptile going to go for it again? Liu Kang catches him. Throws him. Oh, right off. That was rocks. Oh. Liu Kang goes. Oh, spinning. Side kick. Punch. Oh, oh. Now he is fucking him up. Oh. Kick and he goes right over. Oh. Little table there. See, he goes. You know, he just gets right back up there. Oh. Oh. Oh, punch. Now, this is my favorite when he did the bicycle kick. Yeah, because I used to do the bicycle kick in, when I played Mortal Kombat 2. And I can count how many is in there. Watch. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 25, 26. Yeah, so 26 kicks. <laughs> yeah, it's 26 kicks. Turns back into the statue. And we see the worms and the maggots. We see the creature. All beaten. And... Oh, steps on him. Maggots. Ugh. And Liu Kang finally sees Katana. <laughs> yeah. And let's see. Now we're going to get into our uh, ne my, this next scene. This is from the first ever kickboxer movie. This is... Eric Sloan, played by Dennis the Terminator Alexio. Yep, real life uh, three weight division kickboxing champion going up against Tong Po. Yep, and we're about to get right into it. There it is. And it's because of this movie, this was uh, the first Jean Claude Van Damme movie. It's the first movie that I ever saw kickboxing. And this was the first time I ever saw Muay Thai as well, as we see Tong Po right there beating the sh <laughs> shit out of, out of Eric. 
Oh, elbow. Yeah, because the thing is, um, you know, the difference between Muay Thai and kickboxing is that, um, you know, kickboxing, you know, it's more the, you know, Taekwondo, karate kicks, and, you know, you use your fist. Um, whereas in Muay Thai, you know, it's, um, you know, it's the eight limbs. You get the not only the legs and the fist, but you get knees and elbows. Yeah, you're allowed to elbow your opponent, whereas in, like, kickboxing, you know, regular kickboxing, you're not allowed to use your elbows. Oh. And delivering those knees right to the gut. Oh, man. Oh, he just ragsdolled him. Just threw him to the ground like nothing. And now he's, now he's all dazed and stuff, and, you know, he wants to turn into a street fight, and Eric, you know, he's like, I'm sorry, uh, Kurt, he's like, you know, let's cancel it, you know, let's get off, and he still wants to fight. <laughs> uh, you gotta know when to throw in the towel, buddy. Oh, left, oh, back elbow, oh, kick around the leg. Goes in the towel. Tombo's like, fuck that shit. And here comes the downward elbow. Oh! That'll break his spine. And he winds up being crippled because of that. And Van Damme, now he's all like, hey, hey, asshole. Asshole. Can't do that. Tongpo. Oh, front kicks him right out of the ring. Oh, Lance in the front row. Lance right in front of Tyler, and oh, he rips apart the world title. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. Now we go to Tung Po versus Kurt Sloan. Of course, Kurt went on to do some training with uh, Zian, and now he's out for revenge. And now they're going to fight in ancient rules. Of course, the ancient rules are um, chukin rope dipped in risin, which is um, a special type of oil. And then dipped into broken glass. Oh, yeah. The ancient way of fighting Muay Thai. And that's where I first discovered that. And um, that's also the inspiration behind ECW's uh, Taipei Deathmatch between Ian and Axel Rotten as well. And we see Tung Po. Walking down. People chanting Tong Po. And actually, uh, the guy uh, who plays Tong Po, he's actually Brazilian. Yeah, he's Brazilian. He's not Thai. And also, he's actually... Um, he was actually Van Damme's uh, strength coach. Yeah, he was his strength and conditioning coach. And he would also 
have a small role in Bloodsport. Uh, he played one of the fighters in there, and he also played one of the men try to apprehend uh, Van Damme in um, Lionheart from the yeah from the Foreign Legion. There we see Tung Po. There's Kurt Sloan. Oh yeah. And they're taking their fist, putting it right into the to the Thai oil there. And their fist right into the broken glass. Yeah. And I like this part right here. Tompo, you know, he's got the broken glass on, and then shows it up and just oh licks it. Like it's ice cream. <laughs> like it's nothing. I mean, if that doesn't intimidate you, I don't know what will. And of course, uh, Van Damme, uh, he's also told by Tongue Post manager that he has to last to the end. Otherwise, he's going to kill his brother. At first, they're going to use knees. And they're fighting in a circle, and, you know, there's a chain around there. Oh, Tom Post got him. Oh, missed with that. Goes for it. Nope. Gets caught. Oh, knee. Oh, and another knee. Oh, yeah. And of course, uh, Mai Ling, Zen's daughter, uh, she has a loving relationship with Sloane here. She's watching in horror. There's the knee. Misses! Oh, he's got him by the hair. Ooh. Yeah, and uh, Tong Po's manager is uh, Freddie Lee, <laughs> by the way. Oh! Damn, jumping knee. Now I know that hurt. <laughs> Van Dan goes for a kick, misses. <laughs> goes for one kick. Oh, that gets checked. Goes for a punch. Nope. Oh. Now he's getting kneed. Ooh. Thrown. And there's the bell. <clears throat> we go to the next round. And he's going to use elbows. Yeah. And Muay Thai, um, you know, in Thailand, uh, they score, you know, they score major points for elbows, not so much as uh, fists. You know, they just don't consider um, boxing, you know, your fists all that important. Though in um, in the Dutch Netherlands, you know, there's uh, Dutch Thai boxing where 
or as they like call it modified Thai, where, um, you know, it's more emphasis on boxing, you know, and because also for entertainment purposes, they do it because um, there have been fights that have been stopped on a cut from an elbow, even if the cut isn't that deep. But uh, if you're going to fight traditional Muay Thai, you can't, uh, you can't really use um, modified Thai, you know, because otherwise the judges, because the judges don't score it. You know, you got to use elbows. You got to use everything. And that's the end of round two. It's round three, and now they're going to use the hands. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh, this is... Oh, looks... Oh, cut right across the stomach. I know that hurt. And there's the blood coming down. Oh, tries to hit him. Oh, Van Dam rolls out. Jab. Oh. oh, cuts his leg. Oh, cuts him. And Fred at least gets blood spilled on him and he just licks it. Oh, yeah. Ooh. There's a headbutt. Vanna goes for a punch. No. Gets a cut. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Uppercut. Oh. Backhand. Ooh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 20, and 25. Oh, right across the face. Oh, there's a ad there. And of course, uh, after all that, you know, Tong Po, he says, You bleed like my Ling. My Ling, good fuck. <laughs> yeah, saying that he raped her. Oh, man. And it's on now. Uh, it says it's going to use everything. And then, of course, there's Eric. He's been rescued. And he's a Natsu Kao chant. Yep, and Natsu Kao uh, in Thai means uh, the white warrior. Yeah, that's pretty much all the Thai I know. Natsu Kao, Natsu Kao. Now, Van Dam, he's pissed. <laughs> Does my link to cut the ropes? Huh? Oh yeah. You raped my girlfriend. You try to, you crippled my brother, and you kidnapped him. Oh yeah. It's on now, motherfucker. It's on now. Oh! Kick right to the face. Oh, yeah. Whoa! Oh, yeah. Now you're tasting your own blood. Turn your back to you. Block. Oh, kick to the nuts. Oh, back elbow. 
And a headbutt. Oh! Kick to the face. Oh, and another one. Spin up, blood. Fraley sees Jen. He's like, <laughs> Jen's like, hi. Hey, stick around. Stick around. Oh! Pay brushing him with his feet. Oh, yes. Goes for a punch. Whoa! The punch in the gut. Spin kick. Guy goes to ring the bell and <laughs> he was like, ah, ah, yeah, get get in the back, get in the back. <laughs> and now Tong Po's getting some fire. Yeah. <laughs> fire. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Fire. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Fire. Fire. And Oh, jumping spin kick. And double punch to the stomach. Ooh. Another windmill kick. Oh! Jumping sidekick. Yeah, now they're taking it out of the ring. Now. Oh, punch to the gut, punch to the face. Ooh, oh, oh. Body shots. To the face, oh, elbow, and now, oh, standing sidekick. Seats Freddie Lee. Fuck you! <laughs> oh, good kick to the face. Oh, yeah, and then the song, Never Surrender, plays. That would have been actually a good song for uh, this, for the movie No Retreat, No Surrender, which was the movie that introduced Van Damme to the world. Actually, you know, never surrender! <sighs> yep. The first Van Damme movie, the first time I was introduced to kickboxing and Muay Thai, and that's another one of these films I never get tired of watching. And now we're going to get into the final fight scene of Street Fighter, the animated movie, Ryu and Ken versus Bison. And with this movie, um, this was one of the um, one of the first animated films I ever saw. It was this movie and uh, Ninja Scroll. Yeah, my brother um, brought it from... His friend Ricky Townsend, who's a friend of ours, 
By the way, Ricky, what's up? How you doing? Oh, wait. Oh, they can't play this because, oh, it's on copyright grounds. Oh, fuck. Alright, well, I guess we'll, uh, we can go to another scene here. Matter of fact, let's go to... Oh, I know a good one. Bruce Lee versus Ohara from Enter the Dragon. Yep, that's always a classic scene. Trying to find it here on my playlist here on YouTube. Almost there. I think it's. Yep, there it is. Oh, yeah. Now, of course, uh, Bruce, uh, he sees O'Hara. And, of course, O'Hara is the one who forced Bruce's sister to uh, kill him, to kill herself. Oh, and here's an iconic scene coming up here. Yeah, watch this. <laughs> That's right. Boards don't hit back. Yeah. And I love this how like their hands just match up and then right here and then boom. Yeah, because the thing is um most of the fighters in this tournament, you know, they're karate guys and Bruce's character, you know, he's not a karate guy. He's a you know, Jeet Kune Do. Oh! Oh. And, you know, really showcasing the effectiveness, you know, and his speed. And how it's in superior to, you know, to the karate. Oh! Back elbow. Wada! Oh, flip kick. And now he's pissed. Hara goes after him. Bruce ducks. Oh, right in the nuts. Oh, I know that hurt. I know that hurt. He's going to shuffle. Oh, spinning back kick. Oh, and he does it again. Yeah, doing the ollie shuffle there. Oh, sidekick. Well, he gets up. Oh, the infamous sidekick. Oh, right into the people. By the way, uh, Enter the Dragon is actually um, Sansi's favorite movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of mine's, too. My opinion, the all-time greatest Bruce Lee movie of all time. Uh-oh. Glass bottles. Bruce is like, you just don't learn, do you? <laughs> Kicks him. Oh, blocks his kick. Oh, and a kick right to the head. 
Now Bruce is going to jump on him. Oh! Kills him! <laughs> oh, yeah. Han looking on. Yeah, listen to this. Checks to see if he's alive. Nope. <laughs> A lot of great one liners and, um, and enter the dragon. Yeah, it has some memorable lines. You know the. You know the Ohara's treachery has disgraced us. <laughs> yeah, definitely one of them. And now we're gonna get into another scene from Bruce's Enter the Dragon. This is the one when he was in the, in the cave. Yep, all-time best fight scene. And here we go with this one. Jeff gets out. Ooh. Oh! Flips him in the gut. Oh, flips him. Back body drop. Kick to the face. And... And of course, uh, Jackie Chan uh, was used twice um, right here. Jackie Chan uh, plays one of the guards. Um, of course, uh, I'll point it out... Um, as we go along here. And I remember I saw the ending of Enter the Dragon. My brother woke me up from a, from when I was sleeping to watch that scene. Uh, well, not this scene, but the scene where uh, he follows Han into the, um, into, the, into the Room of Mirrors. And then I rented the movie from Blockbuster. And I used to rent it. I think I rented it like maybe twice. And of course I now have it on DVD and Blu-ray and... Oh, I actually have it on DVD, but uh, still my all-time favorite Bruce Lee movie. There's Kick, Kick, Ooh, Ooh. Oh, here comes Jackie. Jackie from behind. Bruce punches him. Grabs the neck. Kicks the other dude. And then... Snap! He's done. This is another cool one. Goes, you know, clicking up for the elevator. He's trying to get out. You know, he's waiting. He sees the other guys approaching. He goes, boom, boom, bam, bam, bam. Ooh, ooh, boom. Oh, right in. Another one. Elevator door opens and oh, it's more. This time they got sticks. There's a long stick. Oh, Bruce has got it. Now this scene coming up here, um, Jackie uh, he appears again and he has um, one of the sticks, and the stick the stick actually broke over Jackie's uh, head. Oh, knocks him. Here it is. Here's some leg. Oh, right there. And Bruce, he actually was upset, and he was like, oh, are you okay, are you okay? And Jackie was like, you know, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And 
You know, but Bruce really did care about his stuntman. He really did. There he is with the sticks. Yep, the Eskrima sticks. That's also part of his uh, Jeet Kune Do uh, uh, system. That was also introduced to him by uh, Danny Soto, just like the nunchucks. And I used to love those sticks, you know. I mean, I mean, I used to want to get one of those. You know, just the way you would use them, too. You know, the... I mean, that was just incredible. Oh, 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 bam, bam, bam! Uh-oh. Oh, you know you don't fucked up now. You gave him the nunchucks. Now you know you don't fucked up. You know you don't fucked up, right? Oh, there it is. got him and he's trapped yep he's trapped in the cavern and here's Han oh wait wait oh it cuts off right there we don't get that scene oh okay <laughs> well now I'm going to get into my top 10 favorite martial arts movies. The first pupil, his name is Santin. He practiced the centipede style. Never met the other three. 
missile is immensely strong and immune to nearly any weapon. When it's properly used, it's almost invincible. Right there, you just heard Five Deadly Venoms intro, and that's actually one of the movies on my top 10 greatest martial arts movies of all time. Where does it rank? You're about to find out. First, coming in at number 10, it is Last Hurrah for Chivalry. Yep. A now um, cult following classic of John Woo. Yep, this was before John Woo became John Woo, before he became known as the master of the gun fu. You know, um, he came out with a swordplay action film for Golden Harvest back when he was working for Golden Harvest. And at that time, he was doing um, comedy films. He was most known as, uh, you know, a person who did comedy films. He did do some martial arts movies. Uh, one of them was... Um, uh, Oh, Hands of Death. Yeah, Hands of Death, which uh, starred Jackie Chan and um, Sammo Hung. And this movie is actually pretty good. You have uh, Damien Lau, who would go on to become uh, very famous in the, uh, the terrific um, trio films with uh, Michelle Yeoh and... Um, yeah, some other actresses. I can't think of their names right now. Damn it. But, um... But it also... Had, uh, Y. Peck from The Five Deadly Venoms, who, of course, was known as the Snake Master. Number two, uses a snake style. Known as a snake spirit. He had the speed of a snake. And it's a great movie. It's, you know, some good... You know, swordplay films. It really does show what John Woo was to become later with A Better Tomorrow and The Killer and Hard Boiled. So, highly recommend that you watch that movie. Coming in at number nine, Undisputed 2, Last Man Standing. Of course, um, Michael Jai White takes over for Ving Rames as George the Iceman Chambers. George the Iceman Chambers once again gets set up for a crime that he didn't commit. And he is now in a Russian jail. And he, or to get out, he must participate in a mixed martial arts, no holds barred contest. And he has to beat the champion, Yuri Boyka, played by Scott Atkins. And this was a pretty good movie. I have it on DVD and I watched it over like a million times and you know great fight scenes and Michael Jai White does a good job as a you know as Iceman Chambers you know when we see the first fight between Boyka and um, Chambers because in the first movie you know Chambers he was more of a you know a Mike Tyson type of fighter you know like you know moving his head fist up you know and all that and interestingly enough Michael Jai White played um Mike Tyson 
in the uh, Tyson movie for HBO. But in this one, and he talked about it on the uh, DVD commentary, is that um, his style was a mix of uh, James Tony and Roy Jones. And, you know, of course, Roy Jones and James Tony, uh, two of the best um, fighters below the, the heavyweight division of the 90s, you know, at that time. And then when it comes down to the rematch, you know, we see... You know, Chambers, you know, with the Muay Thai and, you know, the Jiu-Jitsu and, you know, he becomes a full-fledged uh, mixed martial artist. And Scott Atkins was tremendous in this movie and I've seen um, a lot of his films and, you know, he's incredible to watch and, you know, I love his movies and I like Michael Jai White's movies too. So Undisputed 2, definitely worth looking at. Coming in at number eight, the movie that started the ninja craze in the 1980s, Enter the Ninja. Yep, Enter the Ninja, which starred Franco Nero and Sho Kazuki. And, you know, I mean, this was the prototype ninja movie. I mean, in in China, they, they had been using ninjas in their films. Uh, there were ninjas in Last Horror for Chivalry. There was uh, Ninjas and The Postman Strikes Back, which was a, um, a Chow Yun-Fat film before Chow Yun-Fat became um, a box office name. And you can also see Ninjas in Shaw Brothers, uh, two of Shaw Brothers films. Um, one is uh, Heroes of the East, which is also known as Shaolin Challenges Ninja. Uh, not to be confused with the other uh, Kung Fu movie, uh, Shaolin vs. Ninja. And you could also see it in Ninja in the Dragon's Den. You can see ninjas in that movie as well. And, you know, Enter the Ninja, I mean, it's awesome. You know, this is the movie that puts Shokazuki on the map. You know, there's a great ending fight scene. And you see a lot of the ninja tricks. You know, you see the swords and the nunchucks. And, you know, I mean, it's just a great movie. If you're a fan of ninja films or you know, action movies of the 80s period, I, you know, that is definitely the movie for you to watch. You know, especially the first one, because that set up Shokuzuki for Revenge of the Ninja, Ninja 3, Domination, which a lot of people consider it bad, but I, you know, I liked it, you know. I mean, yeah, it's bad, but it's more like, it's so bad, it's good. And then also his other ninja films, you know, like uh, Pray for Death and... Um, Nine Deaths of the Ninja. And coming in at number seven, King Boxer, a.k.a. Five Fingers of Death. And this was the movie that came out in the 70s around the same time that Bruce Lee's uh, Enter the Dragon came out. In fact, uh, when it was in theaters, uh, there would always be like a double, you know, billing. You know, it'd be a double billing of, you know, First, they would show Five Fingers of Death, and then they would show uh, Enter the Dragon. And this was, you know, this is a good movie. You know, you've seen the, you know, the palm fist, you know, and, you know, and of course you hear the familiar music from Kill Bill, you know, that, you know, that's where Quentin Tarantino got it from, and the orange as well, and... 
Also on the DVD, uh, if you find it on DVD, on Dragon Dynasty DVD, uh, Quentin Tarantino, he actually did uh, some commentary with it. You know, he did some commentary with some other um, film critics for that movie. And, you know, that was definitely one of the one of his inspirations, you know, for making Kill Bill. You know, of course, uh, he's been inspired by a lot of um, Japanese and Chinese films. But this one, you know, with Lo Lee, I mean, this was incredible. And, you know, of course, Lo Lee would also go on to play uh, uh, Pai Mei in um, other films for Shaw Brothers, like, uh, you know, Executioners of Shaolin. And, um, and also there was another movie, I forget the name of it, though. But uh, you should definitely, definitely check out this one, though. King Boxer, I mean, this is the movie that made him a star. And coming in at number six, the five deadly venoms. I mean, I mean, what more can be said about this movie that um, you know that already hasn't been said? I mean, um, I mean, this is definitely a um, you know a cult classic. You know, I mean, it's, it's inspired the Wu Tang Clan. You know, I mean, of course, on their you know, on their, you can hear it on their song, um, oh, I forget, oh, oh, yeah, I forget the name of it, but, uh, they, they use the introduction of the, um, of, oh, yeah, um, chess boxing, yeah, chess boxing, and, um, you know, off their first album, you know, they use the intro of the, of the snake, you know, and they also use the, the intro from uh, Shaolin versus Wu Tang, you know, where he, you know, where the master he goes, you know, a game of chess is like a sword fight. You must think first, hey, before you move. And also, there's actually a female um, rap group um, called uh, Deadly Venoms as well. And you know, this was also played a lot on uh, kung fu theaters on television around the world and um you know it's a cult classic it's um you know it's one of Chang Che's uh best films and you should definitely definitely take a look at it coming in at number five American Ninja 3 uh, American Ninja 3 I mean I've seen all the American Ninja films but uh, American Ninja 3 for me is the best because that was the first one I ever saw it had, um, you know, it had that theme song, you know, that theme song, the and, you know, it's, you know, it's one of the great films out of, uh, the Canon group, you know, the Canon group, they were known for making, like, uh, you know, a lot of B action movies, and Chuck Norris did some films for them as well, and, you know, especially, and you know, this is just a wonderful film. I watched it as a kid, and um, you know, it it would show on uh, Fox um, Twenty Five, you know,'s uh, night at the movies, and I used to always uh, stay up and watch it just to see if it would come on. And then when it would come on, I'd be like, "Yeah, my movie! Yes!" I mean, I've seen this movie, you know, dozens of times. Um, a great ninja film. And you should definitely add it to your uh, ninja movie uh, collection. 
And coming in at number four, The Street Fighter. Yep, The Street Fighter, starring uh, Sonny Chiba. And this is the movie that really put Sonny Chiba on the map. In fact, actually, this is the only movie to get a um, X rating based solely on violence. Because uh, there's a scene where Sonny Chiba, he's going to rescue, um, you know, to rescue the girl who's been kidnapped. And, you know, the black guy, he's like trying to, he's trying to rape her. And then Sonny comes through the window and the guy tries to, you know, tries to, the fight off Sonny, and Sonny, like, grabs him by the nuts and rips his nuts off. I mean, literally rips his nuts off right in his hands. And that right there <laughs> got an X rating. And, of course, uh, mind you, this is the 1970s. Yeah, you know, this is the 1970s. And there was also some other violent scenes. Like, there's one scene where, um, you know, Sonny, he, um, you know, he punches a guy in the skull, right on top of the skull, and blood splurts out and the guy dies and you know there's another and of course the ending where he rips off the guy's uh vocal cords you know i mean of course nowadays that's just considered tame you know it's considered tame but man is it's it's still pretty violent and you know because of this movie sonny chiba became uh one of my favorites you know i mean my favorite martial arts actors Number one is Bruce Lee, but uh, a strong number two is Sonny Chiba. No doubt about that. Yeah, no doubt it's Sonny, Sonny Chiba. And coming in at number three, Police Story. Yep, the original Police Story from 1984 starring Jackie Chan. And the first time I saw this movie was on the USA Network. Yeah, I saw it on the USA Network, and um, I saw the English dub. And at that time, I was starting to get into Jackie Chan. I saw Rumble in the Bronx. I saw Super Cop. And I didn't actually know that Super Cop was actually a, a sequel to the, the Police Story films. And um, when I saw Police Story, I mean, I was just amazed by it. You know, like the opening scene, you know, when they're in the, uh, the shantytown and, you know, the car you know, chasing, and then, you know, the fight at the Bridget Lynn's apartment, and then, of course, um, my all-time favorite, and arguably the best is in the mall, you know, because there's glass, and, um, you know, he's, you know, the guys go through the glass, Jackie goes through the glass, you know, especially at the end, where he, like, jumps and slides down the pole, and, you know, crushes you like a glass house and stuff and actually um the lights were supposed to be um dimmed down but uh they um they weren't they were at high voltage and jackie really suffered um you know burns you know he suffered uh some some burns and uh you know he had a cracked pelvis and and what have you and and, and, of course, the glass, the other glass, uh, it was like sugar glass, but uh, it still uh, left some wicked cuts, you know. And, and back because of, you know, that scene in the mall, you know, its, um, it's nickname is called uh, Bole Goosey. Uh, Bole means glass and uh, Goosey meaning uh, story, you know. So Bole Goosey, which is um, Cantonese. Yeah, one of the Chinese languages. 
And it's a great movie. I never get tired of watching it. And it's also uh, on HBO Max as well. So you can go watch that for yourself. And coming in at number two is Kickboxer. Yep. Kickboxer, the original one with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Of course, I talked about it when we looked at the uh, fight scene. Um, you know, this was the first Van Damme movie I ever saw. And after that, I became such a huge fan of Jean-Claude Van Damme. I mean, I think it was like, it would be years before I... Well, I saw Bloodsport, like I saw like the final fight scene between Van Damme and Bolo in uh, Bloodsport but, um, on television one time, but it would be years before I'd watch the full movie. And of course, that was the Van Damme's first movie. Also, that's my mom, if you can hear in the background there, she's vacuuming. Um, sorry about that. But... You know, uh, Van Damme, you know, like, he was the man for me after I saw that movie. And this was also before I saw Bruce Lee. Yeah, you know, my my only um, knowledge of martial arts movies back then as a, as a little kid were Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Chuck Norris. Oh, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But uh, this movie right here made me a Jean-Claude Van Damme fan. And I do like the new uh, Van Damme uh, kickboxer movies as well, especially the one with Mike Tyson. And I hope, I really hope that they come out with a part three, because they were supposed to do a part three. I don't know what they're doing with that. So, but nonetheless, uh, good movie, definitely worth watching, especially if you're a hardcore Jean-Claude Van Damme fan. And now... Coming in at number one, the number one all-time greatest martial arts movie of all time. Gonna do a drum roll here. Enter the Dragon. Yep, Enter the Dragon. That is number one. And of course, that was uh, Bruce Lee's first American movie. And unfortunately, it would be his last because he would die shortly after the filming of this and this movie was really the um the blueprint you know it was the blueprint for uh blood sport and it was also the blueprint for you know mortal Kombat and street fighter you know those video games and yeah a lot of martial arts uh video games were actually inspired by movies you know so you know, you can go back and look at it, you know, especially with uh, Bruce Lee's Game of Death. And, you know, Enter the Dragon, you know, it's, you know, it's a classic, you know, you got Bruce Lee, you got uh, Jim Kelly, who would go on to be the Black Dragon, and you had John Saxton, of course, uh, he never did much, um, I don't think he did much, you know, like, uh, you know, martial arts movies after this, you know, um, of course he would, um, go on to be much famous in the first ever, um, Nightmare on Elm Street film, and he actually appeared in one of the sequels, and then you had Bolo Young, of course, uh, Bolo 
going to be the Chinese Hercules and would be in Bloodsport. And he actually uh, did a movie with uh, Brandon Lee, too. Yeah, he actually wanted to do a movie with Brandon, you know, Bruce's um, son. And then, of course, you had uh, Jackie Chan playing one of the one of the guards in there, and Sammo Hung in the, you know, in the beginning fighting Bruce. And yeah, it's a all time classic. And let me tell you something. I'm one of those people where it's like, if you do not like Bruce Lee's or any any Bruce Lee film, but especially Enter the Dragon, we can't be friends. Okay, sorry, we can't be friends. <laughs> you know, it's an all-time classic. You know, I will put up that martial arts movie up against any other movie, any time of the day. Good storytelling, good fight action scenes, and also some good one-liners in there as well. So there. And that's going to do it for Fun Day Friday here on Matt's World. And... Next Friday is going to be a real cool episode of Fun Day Friday because on this one, we're going to get a little X-rated, if you know what I mean. And that'll do it. I uh, hope you go, you guys enjoyed it. And until then, Joyging, Jajen, Sayonara, Soidicap. Later, masturbators.